Hello, I'm here with Dana, and she's going to share an experience, and afterwards we're going to discuss some things. We felt like this was of value. So Dana, when you were brought into the presence of the Lord, when he took you through the veil, yes. will you describe that experience? I know you've seen him before that in different ways, but this was an actual encounter where he took you through the veil and you learned some things. Will you share that experience where you were taken through and, and how you communicated and how you interacted and what was important to the Lord? Sure, it was, I think it was interesting at the very beginning when I was, when he, uh, he made himself actually physically known to me when, like I said, he went through this process. We went through this process where it took a time for me to recognize who I was speaking with before he revealed himself to me completely. But after that, I think it's important to note that when when he pulled me through the veil, when he held my shoulders and pulled me through the veil and told me that he loved me, those were audible words. I could hear these words. These were words outside of the body. But later on... How, how happy was he when he pulled you through the veil? So happy. He was so happy. And what I think is really interesting is that I've, I've mentioned this before to other people, but um, there is this transparency that, that is there. And you are, are keenly aware that he knows absolutely everything about you. Every mistake, every conversation you've had he knows everything you've done and he doesn't care he still mm -hmm. loves you yeah he's just excited that you are there so when the scriptures say that the Lord wants us to come unto him how far is that how do far mean? does he want us to come right into his arms just right, like right. that right into his arms he wants he wants you to be with him he wants to commune with you now it doesn't want he doesn't want you to you know go through your whole life thinking well one day I'll I'll see him and one day maybe I'll talk to him. He would like to have that personal relationship. Whether you see him or not, he wants that personal relationship with you now. Yeah. He would prefer that. When he reveals himself to you, it's because you've already learned to hear him and follow him. Right. And and I think that's an interesting I mean, there's still thing. lots to learn. It's just, yeah. it's just you've, you've kind of gotten to a place, I think, within yourself yeah. where, where you're actually allowing for. Yeah. He's always there. Yeah. It, he's not the problem. It's us. Yeah. So did he give you any counsel or did he? He did. The first thing he said to me was he, after he, he hugged me for a bit, he pushed me back, he held me by my shoulders and he pushed me back and he made sure it was, I was looking right into his eyes. So I had his full attention, right? He had my full attention. And he said, you know, this thing that you keep doing where you keep thinking that you're not good enough and that you're not worthy, and that I can't love you or I don't love you. He goes, you need to stop doing that. It was way more eloquent the way he said it, and it was way more loving, I think, in the, than the words I am choosing, but that was that was the gist of it. Please don't do this to yourself anymore. It's not true. Why doesn't he like it when we do, when we do that? What Because what you're kind of like slapping him in the face, because he's, he's taken that burden already. He's taken all those, the weight of those, those sins that we've, that's what he did. That's why he went through the crucifixion in the first place. He already took all those things so that so that we could get back into his presence. So when we don't, it's kind of like we're saying that he's not enough. So when we're striving to get to him and we struggle with the weakness that we've been given by him, yeah. he wants us to forgive ourselves? Yes, more than anything. It's like he, we have the hardest time forgiving ourselves when we've been past it. And that's not what he wants. Yeah. So... Initially, you said your interaction was audible. It was audible. His mouth was moving. His mouth was moving. Did 
the interactions change after that? It did. Once we started talking and or talking and walking for a while, we went on this. We were on this beach, and we were walking. We were discussing things, past, present, future. I don't remember. I just remember that the conversation was very long. It was hours long, and we were going back and forth. And I, at one point, I realized when we were talking, my head was down, and as I was looking at the ground, and I'd look at him and look at the ground and look where I was going and t- kind of take in the scenery. And I realized that my mouth wasn't moving and neither was his. But I, we were, there was a communication that was happening that was so complete that I could, if he was telling me something, I could not only see it in my mind, but I could hear it, I could feel it, I could taste it. It was like a, um, and, and the same thing reverse. Like it's like, it's like our, our ability, to, my ability to speak with him, I'm sure. You know, he's already could do that. I'm not taking anything away from the Savior. But I could, I could do the same kind of communication when I was in that environment. Yeah. So it was a more complete way of communicating. It wasn't just speech alone. It was speech and hearing and vibration and energy and everything all at the same time. Have you had those types of communications before in your prayers? I have. I was going to say in my prayers, exactly. There have been moments and times I have heard the Lord's voice audibly as well in prayers and in pondering but a lot of the time um, it is uh, it is that same kind of communication that like revelation yeah feeling where I'm I'm getting a download about something in particular what I've been praying or pondering or asking about and sometimes uh, I can see it physically I can see it with my eyes almost like a screen spiritual screen opens up and I can see things sometimes it's just an enormous amount of information that comes all at once yeah. with all the feelings and just like the same as when I was walking and talking to the Savior on the beach it's uh, that complete kind of conversation so basically when you pray to the Lord and you get yourself out of the way yeah. um, your communication is to your spirit yeah. as if you had no body at all exactly. and if you can tap into that mm-hmm. and you learn how to hear him uh, through all the noise and the emotions you've had those types of communications yeah so, I think, I think I'm probably describing it badly, but I'm, I'm guessing that's how that happens for most people. I don't know if I put it into words the same way as I do, but... Yeah, but learning how to hear the Lord is, is very important. And I think the Lord actually reserves the gift of the Holy Ghost or that level of hearing connection mm-hmm. until the heart is ready to actually follow. Otherwise, he condemns the child. Right, I th- yeah. Yeah. There's a, a willingness and understanding that you have to be comfortable with, I guess, yeah. it within yourself. I actually believe that that's why one of the main things in the Lord's doctrine is becoming as a little child. Because little children are ever willing. They're not competing or comparing. They just love. And they're um, open. They're open. And the Lord waits for that. He waits for that so that he doesn't harm the child. Um, so they're able to receive and, and it doesn't hurt them. Right. God's all about not hurting his children. What else happened in your experience with the Lord? Is there anything particular that took place that... Oh, the ride. My, the, uh, before I was to go back, um, we stopped, and like I said, he handed me this reddish-pink little triangle gem. Yeah. And I dropped it because I was so flustered that he was giving me something. And like I said, when he put it into my hand, he said... This is yours. What do you think that symbolized? You've had it for a long time. Um, it's the female priesthood. 
Uh, female association with God. The female association with God. Um, a com- our unity with the Lord. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a triangle for a reason, right? It's yeah. th- the three points is very symbolic yeah. of that um, relationship between him and us. Yeah. Okay. So what happened? Um, I dropped the little gem, like I said, and it was and it was small it wasn't very big at all and it was in my palm and I dropped it and, and it seemed to like have a life of its own it actually seemed to bury itself into the sand and the rocks that I was walking on which made me more flustered and I, I I dug for it for a bit and it just kept going away from me it kept just going deeper and so my in my last ditch effort I just well, I put my hands into the dirt and just scooped out an enormous pile as much as my hands could hold and I figured that the the gem was in there somewhere but I'm looking at this thing and I'm going how am I going to find it now and the Lord had already he had dropped to his knees with me and he was kind of watching me like I said with this little whimsical look on his face like I, I don't know what you're worried about but this is sort of it was sort of amusing to him in a nice way and he just looked at me like he was waiting for me to figure it out and and then he finally says what do you what do you think you need to do to find it and I thought about it for a second or two, and I said, move everything else out of the way. And he's like, yes, that's correct. And I, and as soon as I thought it, I looked at my hands, and everything just literally moved out of the way like by levitation. And I was left with nothing else but that tiny gem in my hand. And he looked at me like, yeah, you did it. That's well, exactly what I meant. I find it interesting because the triangle represents uh, your association with the Lord. Right. And... Uh, and you get to him by moving everything else out of the way. Everything else out of the way, yeah. which is also symbolic because he's, yeah. that, well, that's really what he was saying. It's like, the way you hold on to this and the way you keep it and use it is by allowing him into your life in such a personal fashion that yeah. he can do that. Yeah. That you're allowed to work with him. It's an association to work with him. We're not supposed to have anything between us and him. No. So you get all these things out of the way, your pride, your own doubts, your own, you know, jealousy, your own pride, yeah. anything that's holding you back. Because, I mean, you can be, you can be Attachment. Proud. Yes, attached. You can be attached to certain things. You can be attached to your job. You can be attached to your relationship with someone. You can be attached. He wants you to get rid of all of that. Everything oh. else needs to become secondary. And, and what else did he say after that about, about? He knew I didn't want to leave. And... Um, he was letting me know that it was time to go and he knew that I wanted to come back and I'm, and I was almost not worried but I'm like well this is I don't want this to end you know and he looked at me like this isn't the end you you can come back whenever you want because you already know the way the process to getting here you just have to do that again you know, and you can come back and see me whenever you want. Yeah, and the process is basically the pure getting doctrine. Getting the pure doctrine and getting yourself out of the way and allowing for it. Yeah. To work in your life. Yeah. Which I isn't, it's simple, but not easy. It's absolutely beautiful. The Lord just wants us in his arms. He wants to associate and he wants that association to expand and grow. Yeah. He doesn't want us going backwards. He wants us coming to him ever more. Because he has so much we can learn. Yeah. There's so much that he wants us to learn. There's so yeah. much he can he can tell us directly, that yeah. he wants to tell us directly. Yeah, that's why after we get baptized, the Lord wants us to remain as little children. 
teachable, open, never, never thinking highly of ourselves, but being like little children, united, filled with love. Mm -hmm. Anyways, thank you so much.